Hi there, welcome to Let's Talk Tottenham. Me and Mark again talking about the Everton thriller, uh, the Man City loss. Uh, two bad results, but uh, far better performances than we had against Chelsea and Brighton. Uh, so talking about those two games, the scapegoating seemingly of Winks, uh, Lorries, Hoiberg, Tanganga, Sun, uh, West Ham, uh, the European game, and what the season holds, kind of need to start from scratch, and a little debate about whether Enoch have progressed us. Uh, so talk about all of that and more. Uh, Twitter handles at LTalk Tottenham for the podcast, at 1981Spur for Mark, and at Mac1882THFC for Mac, who isn't with us uh, today. Uh, but let's talk Tottenham. Hello, Mark. Welcome back. Thanks, mate. Thank you. Good to be back. How are you doing? Yeah, it's the same old <laughs> shit, isn't it? I had, my, uh, <laughs> I had my vaccine the other day, so that's been interesting. Uh, yeah, it's been an interesting few days for me. Um, any any but, side yeah, effects or anything? My friend had a side that got really achy for about an hour or two afterwards. Uh, I, I, I dreamt that fucking Spurs won a game of football. That was one of the side effects. My arm ached for a couple of days. I felt absolute shit. I had it Friday at about 11 o'clock. Um, that evening, I just felt really tired. And in the mm-hmm. night, um, I had a really banging headache. Uh, but by the morning, I was fine. And no, 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 no and they said one in three people get the symptoms yeah. I got. So, put it this way, I felt worse with the vaccine than I did when I had COVID. So, uh, <laughs> make, of that, make of that what you make of that what you will. But mm. I'd urge anyone to get it if there is an opportunity. Just go and get it because yeah. you know it's not that bad. And I'm fine now. And I have my second one. I think 30th of April. Yeah. So yeah, key work privileges. Yeah, that's so, all right. Yeah, I'm all right. I'm good. I'm good. Cool. Yeah. Let's get back to the football. So, two games, Everton, Man yeah. City, which, I mean, we, we've picked up zero wins in that. It would have been a point for the Everton game if it was a league game. But I'm not actually that angry about it compared to what I was with the Chelsea, Brighton, Liverpool games. Because I, th- I thought certainly going, uh, well, the Everton game, we showed... S- 200% more desire than we did in any of that uh, Brighton and Chelsea game. And I thought City, we showed desire as well. But obviously, you have to play a different way to City. They're banging form at the moment. And and we had our chances. If Lamella could have picked a pass or looked up slightly quicker, as Sun was through. Uh, but but again, I mean, we, we sound like broken records here, aren't we? That the games have turned on individual mistakes, which just keep happening. And, I feel sorry for Mourinho a little bit. He's being told... Well, he's not being told, but if you look on Twitter, drop this player, drop that player, everyone he picks in the defence is making mistakes. <laughs> I don't really know what he's supposed to do. Like, But yeah, Shearer said, didn't he, that uh, he thinks the constant changing is what's causing the mistakes. But Alderweireld and Dyer were the uh, preferred back two with uh, uh, either Reguilon, if he was fit, or Davies and uh, Aurier at the back for about six games. And then Aurier made a mistake against Leicester for the penalty. And then Dyer made a few mistakes as well. So I'm not sure she was right on that. No, well, I really have said that, you know, we should have a more consistent back four. Um, mm. So we have been calling for, for that ourselves. I think the only one, the only combination he hasn't done at the back is Roden and um, Alderweireld. 
which I wouldn't mind seeing. Yeah. Um, I thought that's what he'd go for. I certainly thought Chelsea City would go for Alderweireld, but yeah. I, I couldn't believe that he didn't, to be honest with you. Um, yeah. well, I, I thought it was the yeah, I thought it was a Liverpool ever reincarnate without Sissoko in the middle as well, a bit of steel. But mm. I thought mm-hmm. we, I, I thought we actually played all right. If you, the penalty aside, I can't really remember Lois having to do much in that first half. And Kane's obviously hit the post uh, with a free kick. I, I, I thought going forward, I thought we looked quite good. Not good, but like, oh, we've got a chance here of doing something. And, and Lamella was getting so much space on the half turn when he got the ball round halfway line-ish. And just better ball from him. He, he could have put some through a couple of times and just hesitated, allowed City to get back. I think we've done okay. Um, I think, as I've said before, I think it's about our expectations and what we've come to expect. Um, if that was, uh, again, bloody harping back, but if that was the Pochettino thing, I don't think we'd be saying, I think we'd be saying we played pretty shit, to be honest with you. Mm. Um, but given what we've seen, we've done okay. But I don't think that Man City during the whole game really got out of second gear, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, they hadn't been playing like the City have been, you know, the past couple of months. Um, but they didn't need to. Yeah, I I think all three goals were mistakes. I mean, you you, you could lay a claim that you could lay a claim that a world is in some way caused by a mistake, but these were three glaring mistakes. So they didn't they didn't really create anything in that sense to carve us open. But like you've said, they didn't need to. They just had to get the ball near us and we do it. When you know you, the team's going to gift you bloody goals, why, do, why are you going to uh, yeah. break the sweat? Because you know, um, if you keep going at that defence, one of them's going to going to make an error at some point. Because it, it's just it's consistent every game now yeah. that we make these errors. Um, you know, so yeah, the, the players would have would be watching this and analysing it before games and seeing that the errors in the players. Um, and you know we can swing the goalkeeper in that as well if you want. It's the whole of the defence, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and and now Hoiberg um, as well is, is uh, throwing in a few for us as well. So you know um, it's not it's not great. But like you, I'm not as angry as what I have been because I sort of expected to lose to Man City anyway. Not that you know, mm. it doesn't piss me off, but and if we're being honest, I didn't even watch. The, I'm not, I don't, yeah, I, I didn't do know. That. I didn't watch the end of it because I just thought, you know, this 3 0, what's the bloody point? They're not, we're not going to score. You know, in, in years gone by, 3 0 down, you, there's always, you always had that hope that yeah. maybe you could turn it round, but I just knew, I just thought, there's no problem. Why am I watching this? Mm. It's a Saturday night, I've got my kids over. Actually, I'm just going to watch a film. Mm. I'm just going to watch a film. So that's what I ended up doing. Um, and scaring the life out of my daughter watching um, Dark Knight. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's, that's what I did. Yeah, to be honest, I'd rather watch The Dark Knight every uh, every day we played a game for about the last month, to be perfectly honest. Uh, it's a sad state of affairs that we're, we're saying we're not watching Spurs when they're on, but I think that's what... Not, not what we've been reduced to, but... Like you've been saying that under Pochettino, there was a, a feeling of we can get back into this, whereas now it's kind of... It's hope. Not. We've lost some of the hope. It's lost some of yeah. the hope, I think. Um, 
I mean, well, the Pochettino, not just Pochettino, other managers as well. You would always think, well, it's three nil. Um, we, we, we can still turn this round, but we've come to expect now um, that actually, and that's not just all on Mourinho. It's the players. Yeah, well. I yeah. just don't. I don't have that belief. I don't have that belief that they've not shown me anything that that makes me believe that actually they've got the fight, the desire, the will to actually want to turn this round. Yeah. Whereas I, I think you know, certain managers they have had that. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, that's just that, you know. Well, well, well I, did, I did watch match of the day too. Uh, it's only ten minutes, isn't it? So I didn't have to suffer for long. But uh, Gareth Bale's shot was something we haven't Not seen. seen, for, Not seen it. Oh, it, I mean, he was it. It was a cross. I think came out to him. He volleyed it. It hit someone. Came back to him, and then. He's got about three people around him dancing feet, you know, like he did with a West Ham chance to get into that chance. Yeah. So he's wiggled through, really good close control, and then he's slipped as he shot a little bit, and then Edison saved it. Right. But, but, I mean, at least it was a little bit of intent there. Uh, if you haven't seen it, go. it'll be on um, YouTube know, some uh, of it. Yeah, uh, but, he, I think he had more shots on target in that little cameo than anyone else from our team did the whole of the yeah yeah so my dad said to me yeah my dad said to me he looks like he's trying he also said that Ali looked like he was trying as well uh maybe that's a turning point but we said last week didn't we with the uh, West Ham thing bail uh a sliding doors moment yeah I'm hoping that even though he didn't score here it's this is against a team who are most likely to win the league here. And I've just danced through three of the, the, the defence that haven't conceded a goal for God knows how many games. I've still got it. And then hopefully he can get a run of games or, or some game time to show what he can do. So it can be, even though he didn't score, a kind of sliding doors moment the other way. But it, it was very, very good skill. He had no right to get that shot off. It, you, you can argue that City were 3-0 up, games done. Let's not get any injuries or, or yellow cards or anything, but you've you still got to drill past the bodies that are there. Yeah, I'd say, if I'd have known that Bow, that's another thing, I just thought we're not going to bring anyone on that's going to try and win it for you. If I'd have known that Bow was a card, I probably would have watched it just mm. to see. I knew we weren't going to come back just to see him play. Mm. I probably would have I probably would have continued watching to see that. Um my dad, my dad yeah, said he, he, he was. Yeah, my dad said he was looking for the ball a lot more than he's done recently. <laughs> That's oh, my dad, a proper fan, who watches it into the end. Although I did, I did in, in, in the Tim Sherwood year, I did go to the pub every one of those hammerings and watch them to the end. So I, I've done my time a little bit. Oh, yeah, no, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm embarrassed to say I didn't watch it, but mm. you know what? They've just brought me down so much recently mm. watching them. I, I, I find it really difficult. I find it really, it's pathetic, mm. but it really does bring me down. It really yeah. does bring my mood down. And I was just thought to myself, well, why am I, why, why am I bothering, to be honest with you? We've mm. lost. We're not going to bring it back. Yeah. Um, I'm going to spend some time with my family because I just thought I'm not going to let it ruin my evening and along with that my children's evening so I just thought no I'm not I'm just not going to bother so you know, yeah. it's embarrassing um, I wouldn't have walked out the ground if I would have been there um, you know but I could have easily just turned the TV off so that's what I did yeah. um, I, I mean in, in contrast though the Everton game I mean I, I've got some friends who watch that not Tottenham fans so for them a neutrals brilliant game which mm. 
if that was any other team other than Tottenham, I'd have loved that game. But obviously, uh, well, I enjoyed it anyway. I, yeah. I really enjoyed that game. I really enjoyed the game. Uh, but the effort that we showed, the effort that we showed—that was after the Chelsea game, wasn't it? Was it the game afterwards? Yeah. Yeah, which yeah. Chelsea, I, I didn't see any desire. And then I was thinking, well, no. Mourinho's got to go because the players just don't care. And then that, yeah. that turned it round. Um, just... well, we had the West Brom game, didn't we? Oh, right, yeah. Well. Yeah, we had yeah. The, yeah, we had the West Brom. Yeah, we had West Brom and yeah. then we had Everton. But the, the um, Everton game solidified for me that they are still playing for him, so keep him on. Yeah. But again, silly mistakes. But, I mean, more of us should have scored after about 30 seconds. Uh, Lamella yeah. was unlucky with a header. It was a good save, but more of us should score. And then yeah. Sanchez, the poacher. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good header, that. But um, I mean, the, the, the Hoiberg ever, the miscontrol, I think... I mean, Twitter was full of Winks is terrible and blah, 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 which he should get blamed because that was bloody awful. But I think I think with Hoiberg's... We, I don't know about you, but I felt fairly comfortable. Everton were getting a few chances, but nothing that concerned me like that they're going to score here. And then that, that I think it was 37 minutes, wasn't it? I mean, they score from that, which Loris, I thought, should have saved. He's got a good hand to that corner. But that's neither here nor there. We'll talk about him later. And, and, then, and then five minutes later, 3-1 down. I, th- I think Hoiberg's mistake made that into a crazy game. I think if, we, if he doesn't do that, I think... At the very worst, it's 1-0 to us at half-time. I think they'd have come out, we'd have picked off another one, and we, we, we'd get a comfortable 2-0, or, or or we have a bit of a nervy end because we win 2-1. But I think that mistake turned it into a crazy game, and then obviously... So, so by that logic, I think Wink shouldn't even have been on the pitch because it shouldn't have gone to extra time. But having said that... <laughs> You can't do what he did. It like a carbon copy of Hoiberg's there. Yeah, I think um, the reason that there was not such well, number one, we know that Winks is a bit of a scapegoat. But I yeah. think the fact that it was one nil when Hoiberg did it, so yeah. it was an equaliser. It was an equaliser. There was still, you know, a good over an hour to go with the game we were well in control of that game at that point yeah. but I, even when they scored I thought well, we're still going to win this we're absolutely battering them um, we deserve to be 2 or 3 nil up at that point mm. um, I think I, I mean I, I, this is just me if, we, if Winks would have been on and made that mistake at, in that minute at that time I would have, my reaction would have been the same whoever the player was it, mm. I didn't really care I just thought well actually it was. It, it was an, it, the Winks one was just so was just so frustrating. It, it was just mm. the fact that we just. We, it was just. I honestly thought we'd go on and win that game, and it was just such a lazy control. And I just thought, what, mm. mate? You you got to come on and prove yourself. You know, Hoiberg mm. is. That, I think that was like his thirty third or thirty fourth game of the season. Yeah, maybe he's tired. You know, he's coming out and saying I should be a first team player and all this kind of stuff. Listen, I would never send abuse to. I've seen some of the abuse. And it's disgusting. Yeah, I was, um, it's the same I'm as Bergwijn, isn't it? Against or, against Liverpool, like yeah. Kane should have got like criticism for that head and miss as well, but it all gets directed towards Bergwijn. But because I, I I don't buy that. I spoke to some people on Twitter. I don't buy the fact that Hoiberg's played really well this year. 
so you can let him off a little bit. I don't, I don't buy that because these fans are craving a winning mentality. So accepting certain mistakes isn't a winning mentality. But yeah. well, you know as well as I do that he'll be a scapegoat soon enough if he keeps doing. It. That's just the way that this club works. Yeah, we get yeah. a player, and then the best thing that's ever happened, and then within a few months they're fucking useless. We've had it with uh, Moira. Um, yeah. You know, that's just the way that some of our fan base work. That yeah. you know, he's, he's the best thing that's ever happened, and then he's fucking useless. Yeah. That's just the way that, that, that things are. You know? Regarding Winks, though, I do feel quite sorry for him. I think, but not because he made the mistake and he's getting criticism. He should do, but I think under Pochettino, I think. I mean, everyone knows Mourinho. You don't cross Mourinho. He's, he's you know, he doesn't give second chances. I think. With Pochettino, you make a mistake, it's like, you're still my guy. So I, I think with Winks, he was put in there, we had that stormer at the Bernabeu, and then obviously you can see what he can do when he's confident and fit and everything like that. And I think even though he made mistakes, I think Pochettino's still stuck with him, whereas now, you make a mistake, you're out with Jose, and I think then there's instant pressure... There's instant pressure on you, and I'm not sure he has the mentality or character. Like like Undombele, who had a huge amount of pressure on him last season. I'm not sure Winks has got that in him to deal with that pressure because he, he's been so used to Pochettino possibly the, the arm around him approach rather than the bollocking approach. I think you've said, and I hear it, from, I hear it a lot, and, I, and this for me tells you why he's not a top player and probably why he'll never make it at Tottenham the fact that we still go on about that night at the burnabout mm. how many years ago was that you know, you know yeah. you, like, you, when you talk about a Dembele or a Modric or even a Scott Parker to mm. be honest you don't talk about one outstanding no. game because they were quite consistently doing it week in week out whereas Winks you can pick out you can pick out the games mm. where he's had a good game you know, Similar with Moro with Ajax. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I, I don't like saying that because I've I've defended Winks. At loads, mm. You know, I've said on, the, said on this pod when you've asked me, would you get rid of Winks? I've said no. I think he's a good good player to have around as a squad player. But when you actually think about it and and try and analyse it and, and try and remember the really good things he's done, I, I struggle. Mm. I do struggle. I mean, um, I, saw, I saw some people saying he shouldn't have been on, which you can argue that, but then. He had to make some changes because 120 minutes and then we got City in three days. Yeah, no, he did, but, have, to do, he did have to make some changes. Yeah, so, and, uh, and, and Winks should be able to come on. This is the thing, Chris. Hmm. Winks should have come on full of desire and, and wanted to prove himself. Right, I need to go on and, and get hold of this game. And that's what he should... And that's why... Hmm. I, I, I don't care who made that mistake. It was just so... It was so bad. And then it just went... Got, it just got worse and worse from that. That was like, I think he'd been on for three or four minutes when he made the mistake. And then. Yeah, we had the shot at the end, didn't he? Which was just awful. But, <laughs> he, got yeah. yellow, he got a yellow card. His passing was terrible. He had the shot where he would have, could have had, maybe had time to control it and pass it. Um, there was just so many bad things. Yeah. And it's just not, it's just not working out for him. Yeah. I, I do feel a bit sorry for him because mm. I'm sure, you know, he's a Tottenham fan. He's family at Tottenham. And he wants nothing more. Then he will he, listen. It means more to him than us. He's a Tottenham fan. He's yeah. playing for the club, yeah. so it's going to hurt him more than it, what it hurts us. He's going to, you know, he's going to be 
we're, I'm absolutely gutted about the FA Cup. I said it the week before how much mm. I wanted to win. It's want to win that trophy. It means more than the City game and everything else. You know, I, I was bang up for it. But how I feel, he feels a hundred times worse than I do or you do. Yeah, I think one of the worst things to happen to him was wasn't being able to go out on loan in January to to not a top four team or or a wannabe top four team, someone like a I don't know a Burnley or someone like that, where you where you you'd know he'd get injuries and uh, suspensions aside, he'd get ninety minutes each game. There wouldn't be that much pressure yeah. on him to build his confidence up. So I, I, I like to like a Palace, a Brighton or a Palace or you yeah. Know, so I, I think well, that would have really done well for him, but he wasn't allowed to move. So well, he... I know my feeling, Chris. I, I wouldn't. I still wouldn't get rid of him. I, no. I still. You know, I want to see him play consistently every week in the Premier yeah. League. That's that's what I want to see. Yeah. So if, and if he, he does okay, and he's, we don't still don't think it's just solid. But let's just see whether he he can. He can do it every week if he plays consistently, yeah. you know? Well, the, the, he might the other thing I saw, which was absolutely ridiculous, was people saying, get rid of him, bring Skip back. And it's just, I mean, it's just substituting one player for the other because Skip isn't ready. That's why he's on loan at a championship club to get that, that first team experience. And a fairly good Norwich team, but if he came to Tottenham now and played every game in a team making mistakes, he'd be under pressure. He'd make mistakes, and then all of a sudden he'd become the new Winks and getting told, "I'll oh, get rid of him." And it's just, it's just complete reactionary. Like a Leipzig's manager has been linked with us today, and it's just absolute. You know, I mean, it's, it was a bad result, yes, bad mistakes, yes, but you know. To say get rid of a player and get someone who's on loan because he's getting the experience that he needs is a bit ridiculous. Well, this is the this is the this is the problem. I think. I mean, we're all sort of doing that. We 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 were all raving about the transfer window we had, yeah, um, and what a good job Levy had done for us, and that we've got two players. I remember everyone sat two players for every position. Yeah. We've got a, a, the strongest squad we've ever had in the Premier League era, um, and then we're not playing very well, and and, and drop down to ninth. And now we're, the squad's shit, the players are shit, <laughs> the manager's shit, the levies come. Um, you know, it's, it's just a, this, yeah. is, this is what we do. You know, and it, it is. Yeah, you can't. I understand it because I've sat here and said things, and then two weeks later I'm saying something different. That's mm. football. I, I, I'm sick of saying it. Football, a lot changes in a week. Yeah. Uh, but the squad isn't crap. The squad is 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 not performing well. But the squad is better than what it's doing. Yeah, I think yeah. personally, uh, it's not great. It's not a championship winning squad. And I said that when we were sitting top of the league. I, I said there's a long way to go. And, and I think City were down in six percent for that point. Mm. So they got a couple of games in hand, lads. Don't get carried away because they'll be coming. Mm. Um, so uh, you know, but you look at it as well. Look, we're, we're ninth, aren't we? But a game in hand and a point off of fourth. Obviously, we play yeah. West Ham next. If we lose that, then yeah. it's going to be even more tricky. Yeah. But if we can win that, that's. I think we go. I think we go three points behind them with the game in hand. If we win that, yeah. Uh, but that's you right. know, you, you just mentioned City there. I mean, they've had a storming run, but like even three wins on a trot can bump you right up. But yeah. 
it's just it's just going forward now. Uh, certainly, the Everton game. There were calls for him to uh, leave the handbrake, uh, take the handbrake off. One of my friends yeah. said he's probably done that. It's typical Mourinho. He's done it in a competition that he knows he's probably not going to win. But we did look dangerous. You said it earlier before uh, uh, Hoiberg's mistake should have been two, three up. Um, but Sun in that game completely went unnoticed because of the mistakes. But he essentially set up all four goals. The second goal wasn't a direct assist because it, it, his cross went to Alderweireld's head and it was a good save and uh, Sanchez followed up. But but basically, that was caused by Sun's ball. First goal, direct assist. Second one, one-two with Lamella, and then the the fourth one on a plate for Harry. And, and you know, not scoring goals, but yet he's created four. But it completely went under the radar because all Twitter wanted to talk about in terms of Spurs fans was Harry Winks is the worst player we've ever had in our history, and and completely everyone, you know, not everyone, but a lot of people just completely glossing over the positives, which there were many. Well, no, there were loads of positives. And Sun was a big Mm. one. Mm. No, he was, especially as he hadn't been, his form hadn't been great uh, for, you know, six games, seven games before then, really. Um, Although he did score against West Brom, didn't he? Yeah, it's Um, exactly what Kane did in his droughts in August. He was still contributing stuff. So even though, same with Werner at Chelsea, he's been assisting goals. He got his goal yesterday, but he's been assisting goals. So even though he's not scoring as a striker, he's still doing positive things for the team. That's what Kane did in August until September rolled around and he got on his bike in terms of goals. And what Sun did, certainly against Everton. But yeah, completely yeah, no, went unnoticed. And that's the thing, I, and we don't, we don't really talk about it, as you say, because everything was sort of concentrated on wings. We deserved to win that game. I don't yeah. care what anyone says. We were the be- we were the better team in that game. We did not. It was just a crazy seven minutes. I don't think it was a penalty. I still don't think it was a penalty. Yeah. Against City, I think it was. Um, that I don't think that was a penalty. Mm. I just think they were both running for it. Their legs collided. It, 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 it's just one of them things that happens if you're running and they're running. That can happen. And it looked outside the box anyway. Yeah, I'm, I'm um, still not clear on that. I've not seen a replay that I've thought that's conclusively in the box. Or that no, anyway. And this is the problem. And, and I can understand mm. if the referee points it. It's one of them, isn't it? That if he's yeah. given the penalty, they're not going to overturn it because it's not mm. a clear and obvious mistake. If he doesn't give it, they're also not going to say that's a penalty because it's not a clear and obvious penalty. Mm. Um, and it's the same with the handball that, that they did um, Tom Davis is it Tom Davis the blonde lad at Everton um, where he's moved his arm down yeah. to the bloody ball and, and I think to myself, hold on a minute like well, that, that he was. moved his arm he literally moved his fucking arm to the ball I mean I don't know how that like, isn't that yeah. well, how he wasn't on the yellow well, card well, early we, doors we, we, any... we never seem to get yeah. it how he wasn't on the yellow card early doors for complete shoulder barge on Undombele in the middle of the pitch, but anyway. We never seem to get, that's what annoys me, we never seem, we never really seem to get that bit of luck where, you know, we get a penalty like that or, you know, mm. they always seem to go against us. And I'm sure not all fans think that of their club, mm. but it really does feel like that sometimes. Yeah. It really does feel like, as a Spurs fan, that you never really seem to get the rub of the green for anything. No. Well, um, the, the other thing that pleased me, certainly in that first half, was I, I said with the Chelsea after the Chelsea game and the West Brom game, our plan A is Harry Kane plays and we don't have a plan B. But that Everton first half was yeah, all yeah. without him. 
And and more that. I was going to bring that up. Then we yeah. had to bring him on. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to bring that up to you. Well, I, I think yeah. I think bringing him on was because of a crazy game. If it hadn't got no, to no, a crazy no, game, I think it'd have been yeah. let off. But I also thought the substitutions of Bergvine and Mora. Uh, Kane came on for one of them. I can't remember the other one. But I thought we lost a lot of impetus going forward then because I thought Mora was looking really dangerous in that game. He, he kept giving the ball away a little bit, doing fancy flicks, which didn't come off, which he's not Delhi, so he doesn't get told off. But going forward, when he's on form, when he's in a mood, he's super dangerous because he, he's possibly the most positive player with, uh, with his ball at his feet that we've got. He just literally gets on his bike, runs. And, and there, there was one bit, I think he put a cross in, I think it was in the second half, but he was about five yards, the defender had about five yards on him and it was only like a seven yard pass and he got there first. But, and he was playing in that kind of number 10, wasn't he? So he, he had a bit of a license to drift, but then Bergvine was getting the ball. I, I feel sorry for Bergvine as well. I think that Liverpool Anfield miss and the abuse he's got has really hurt him. because. It, you know the first game back after the restart the Man United I think we talked about it last week the Man United game on his bike running gets earns the right to get a shot he's not doing that now he's always looking to pass back and I, I think that's yeah. the Anfield yeah, abuse and, so yeah he, he, like Werner he needs one even if it flies off his arse yeah. just it's my goal and then that will give but yeah. I, I thought despite all of that he did look dangerous and and He's not shy of getting forward. It's just running at people like where Mora does. And then obviously Lamella there is more, not defensively, but like he's not as further forward. So he, he's kind of in the hole and that's why he gets space. But I've said before, his passing vision, I mean, it's not quite a Christian Eriksen. He doesn't see it until for a split second later, which sometimes, certainly against City, was a split second too late but but all of that without our main man and son causing havoc without his buddy yeah but every everyone completely glossed over that which I can understand to an extent but yeah I don't, I don't know why because I, I as I say I, I until you just reminded me of it when you said about um, the you know said about the, the Harry Kane team, hmm. I was gonna I was getting ready to text you say well actually we might have a, a, a plan a plan B because as you said, I thought we played really, really well, yeah. and then, and I forgot all about it because of them crazy seven minutes, yeah. um, where it all just sort of turned around. But up until that point, we, we were we were doing playing some lovely stuff, mm. quick passing, really, you know, really good crisp passing up front, and we looked really good, we looked mm. excellent to be honest. Um, mm. It was really encouraging, mm. uh, but again, we just saw them individual um, silly mistakes. Um, the, the Costas we yeah. talked about Larice again um, getting beat Weinberg obviously made the made the error of the pass but what do you think what do you think of Larice do, do you think it's time for him now I mean he's I made that no I don't because no, no, someone said to me on Twitter as well he thought his angles were all wrong with the uh, the Bernard's goal was one of them where. He got his angles wrong, which I must admit I didn't really notice and didn't really think about. But certainly that first goal, I think he should get his hand to that. Yeah, the second goal yeah, against City, my the second goal against City, my friend who's a goalkeeper said it was absolutely pathetic. Which I'm not sure why he was almost diving away from it. And then 
<laughs> we were talking about it before with a penalty. For me, he's got a good hand to that. There's no way that should be going in. Uh, yeah, and I made the point. Yeah. You said that um, if it was safe for this, he should have saved the penalty. My point is, mm. if it went completely the wrong way, no one's saying a word about it. No. I admit that he, when he got a hand to it, and he should have got a stronger hand to it and saved it. But I'm not going to blame a keeper for not saving a penalty, to be honest no. with you. Uh, I, I, I still think on that one, though. He could have stood his ground, you know, and, and thought I was going to go down the middle. You know, I, I'm not going to blame the keeper. That, I, I, I still think, though, with, 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 with a shot, if a goalkeeper gets a good hand to it, he should be saving it. So well, I, 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 we, we'll, have to, we'll have to agree to disagree on the penalty one. Well, no, I agree. I, I, agree, I agree with you. He should have saved it because he did guess the right way and he got a hand to it. Mm. But I'm not going to throw too much hate his way on that because... As I said, he could have gone completely the wrong way and no one would have said a word. Mm. Um, so I think saving the penalty is just is luck, really, isn't it? Guessing the right way. It is, but, uh, but, but once you've guessed the right way, if you get a hand to it, you have to save it. Yeah, I, listen, he should have saved it, but I'm not going to get on at him because mm. it's a penalty. Uh, they, sometimes they save him, sometimes they don't. And he saves a lot of penalties against City. Yeah. The, the, the second goal as well, before it even gets to Lloris, I mean... Ster- Sterling. I mean, Sterling has been able to run across the whole bloody pitch. I mean, you you can argue, yeah, he was in a penalty box. He's quick. He's good with it at his feet, so you can't bring him down. But like, force him bloody backwards. Like, but he, if you look at it, he's run across the whole length of the pitch, and then I don't know who was supposed to be picking him up. But good. I mean, match of the day said good good movement by Goodwin. Yes, fine. And then he bloody toe-poked it. I mean... Yeah, I, I mean... Loris before the restart was awful. Loris after the restart was superb. And he yeah. seems to have... I don't know what's happened, but he's... he's. Well, I do. I do know what's happened. Oh. It's the same thing that's happened to the whole team. <laughs> they got no confidence. Hmm. So if you've got no confidence in your defence and it's chopping and changing every bloody week... Yeah, then why is why is he why is he going to be any different? Why is yeah. why, you know we can't we can't sit and say oh you know we're changing right back left back centre back pairings. Um, well, he's the keeper. He's the keeper behind them. The keeper needs to be confident. In he, I'm not trying to make excuses for this. He should have. There's we can go through the goals and say well, that one's his fault. I and mean, he has got massive responsibility. Some of the goals we've been conceding lately, um, but I can sort of see why. If we're saying that the defence is shit and they're doing all these individual mistakes, he's he's all over the place. There's no wonder he's making the mistakes. Yeah. But there's something in the Premier League. All kids, this is this is why I say to you, no, I wouldn't get rid of him. I don't know you said about Pope. No, I, I think the reason is better than Pope, and I don't see who we can get without spending eighty, ninety yeah, million. Well, that's the other thing as well. Yeah. I don't see who we can get that's better than it, to be honest with you. And and as you've said, we've seen that he after the restart, he was brilliant. He was one of our mm. best players. Mount time, even in that Everton game, that save he done on um, Calvert Lewin. Yeah. The header. Um, you know, that was an excellent save. Um and then just you know, just he just does stupid things. It'll He's be, always done it. It'll be interesting. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they're saying get rid of Klopp, no, aren't they? I mean, they're a different breed of just moron fans. Some of them, <laughs> just 
because we've seen how good he can be and then he's making silly yeah. errors like that it's the same with Hoiberg Hoiberg has been superb and now he's made two silly errors it's like what are you doing so I, I think it's you know yeah I, I find it difficult because he's um, he's the best keeper I've seen in the top mm. shirt by, by a mile in my opinion who, who, who I see I've seen Eric Torsvet Ian Walker uh, Neil Sullivan Friedel. Casey Keller Friedel was good. Mm. Friedel was good. Uh, Eric Toilet was good. Mm. Um, Paul Robinson was good for a period. We've seen Aurelio Gomez. Uh, you know, he he is the best. He's the standard. I think Friedel was up there, but he was a bit too old. Mm. Um, he was very solid and reliable. He didn't make many mistakes, Friedel, to be honest. Mm. Um, but uh, for me, you know, Hugo Hugo's the best. Okay, we'll take a little break there. Uh, when we come back, more about the mistakes. <laughs> There's been a lot of them. Uh, more about the mistakes. Uh, looking forward to the West Ham game. And then a uh, little question on whether Enoch have progressed us or not. A uh, nice little debate there. So we'll be back soon. And we're back. Uh, the other mistake in the City game, obviously, was Sanchez, which... All three of those goals, we've said, completely just just blind mistake. I mean, let's talk about the first one. The f- we talked about the second one. The first one, I have no idea why Hoiberg has come storming in. He's got the wrong side of him letting him go running. Just just hold him up. Because if you look at it, it was Gundogan, wasn't it? He, he checked back. All he could do there is shoot where there's God knows how many people in the way. So you could get an unlucky ricochet and it goes in and Loris has no chance. But the, the, the law of averages would say that would get blocked somewhere along the line. Or he or he crosses, same thing. Or he has to pass back and then someone has to shoot between a crowd of people. So and, and it was a stonewall penalty. Why he's, why he's made that, I have no idea. And, and again, that's that second mistake in two games... Like you said, if he keeps keeps doing that, he'll start getting scapegoated. And, and, you know, he's been so good for us. And just, you know, I mean, it could be, like you say, he's played about 34 games, so he's just absolutely shattered and needs a rest. But even so, decision-making was, was awful there. I mean, technique was terrible against Everton. Decision-making for City was... Yeah. Well, after giving away a 
a penalty against Everton, which I said I don't think it was a penalty. It was quite similar. It, it, you know, it was it was a bit similar it, running in, and mm. although I didn't think he meant to do it against Everton, I don't think it was a penalty. That one was a clear, as you say, it was a stonewall penalty. Yeah. It was a stupid mistake, and you would think that he would learn. Mm. Really, to not. I'm sure he's given away another one this season as well, where he's done exactly the same thing. Mm. Um, he goes in a bit, a bit but he's, he's not thinking in the box, and you just think, just yeah. don't get that close. You don't need to get that close to a player in the box because you know now in the modern day they're going to look for contact, any kind of contact can go down. Yeah. And that's not to say Gundogan did do that because, as I say, it was definitely a stonewall penalty. Uh, he clipped him and he went down. Uh, but you don't get that close to players in the box anymore. Because they're looking to initiate contact and just to go down. Any any touch and they're bloody down now. Um, and as soon as the referee gives it, VAR's not even going to turn around and not give it because if there's any contact, as far as they're concerned, well, that's not a clear and obvious mistake. We can't over, overturn the referee's yeah. decision. We see it so often now. There's more penalties given now, I think, because players know, well, actually, if he, if I, even if I make the contact, there is contact there. If I go down, the referee gets conned. The bar's not going to fucking overturn it. Yeah. Uh, which is why we see we see Ali do it, didn't we? In the evidence, in the evidence. Yeah, I mean, booked, and rightly so. He dived. Uh, he dived. I mean, rightly so. He got he got he got booked. Um, I thought he'd learned from that though. I, he's not a kid now, and still diving because he can't get in the team, and it's just. I mean that one. He had time there to stick his foot through it and get a shot off, and he's tried to con just. I mean, you can say lack of confidence, but I mean, give yourself a chance to try and score a goal. But yeah, I mean, the yeah. the, the cheating there, like I I've said, like if it's a now they've got VAR. If it is a dive, ban them for three games. Don't give them a yellow card. Ban them for three games. But they say they want to get diving out, and and you know. I think sometimes it's hard to prove, isn't it? That's the sometimes, thing. It's, it's but... hard to prove. It's, if it's a blatant, if it's a real blatant dive, yeah. then you can, I think. Um, but sometimes it's subjective, isn't it? Some people say, yeah. well, actually, no, he got clipped there. But some people say, oh, well, no, he definitely dived. But well, with Ali's, um, you knew that was a dive, and 99% oh, yeah, no. of Salah's, you know, it's a oh, dive. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Salah's terrible. Yeah. That never, but why do they never talk about it? Yeah. Why is no one ever talking about Salah's dive? Can't, it's Liverpool, they're the darlings of football. You should know that. You should know that, Mark. You can't talk ill about Liverpool. I know, I know. It's pathetic, isn't it? Um, whereas Kane gets bloody taken on Sky and asked to justify why he's doing things. Yeah, that was, yeah. You know, not a word, not a word. Not a word about them, but yeah. Anyway. Yeah, so that was that. That was that. That was that goal. Yeah. I mean, the third goal as well. I think was the. I mean, going back to the first one. Uh, sorry, you know that Mourinho's plan for City: keep it nil nil, try and nick a goal, and to give away a stupid penalty like that and base not throw the game plan out of the window, but make it ten times harder for yourself. Oh, I mean, if it's you know, someone's pinged it into the top corner. Loris rooted to the spot from 30 yards. Fine. Okay. Can't really do much about that. But gifting them that was just ridiculous. And that third goal, I mean, I mean, two players involved in the whole fucking move and it's in the back of the net. It's just absolutely criminal at this stage. And I was critical of Sanchez when he first came to us for the first few months. 
because he let the ball bounce. He didn't attack it and head it. And when you when you played yeah. football, I don't know when you started playing football, but when I was about six, I was told in defence, don't let it bounce, attack the ball, you don't let it go every, over your head. You say, mate, you say it every week. Yeah. Because he does it every week. Well, that, You're saying the same thing every week because he does it yeah. every week. He, he stopped doing it for a while under Pochettino. He was attacking the balls. He he, he started being like a no nonsense defender. Just Vozed is better than nothing. And then, I mean, I mean, he hasn't even let it bounce, and he, he's he's just let it go over his head and watching it. It's just. Oh. And it was weak. He did get a little bit of a. He did get a little bit of a push, but he was just weak. Yeah. I mean, look at the. Well, I, 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 I think in fair, I, I think in fairness to the push, what's that that's done is knocked him off balance a little bit, rather yeah, than knock him over. Balance. He did. He did lose balance, and that's why. I mean, I, I know you said it to me that he threw himself at the ball. No, he didn't. He just fucking fell over because he'd lost balance, mm. and he was all over the shop. He bloody headbutted the floor. No, um, I, 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 I think that there's one angle where it looks like he tries to move his head towards the ball, no, but. I don't. But, but in terms of being in terms of being knocked over, I don't think he was pushed over. I think he was nudged and he lost his balance. But that all, but that all, but that all comes from poor body position in the first place because he he wasn't expecting. He wasn't expecting it. He wasn't expecting it. Fine, but then if you're not expecting it, make sure the guy is offside. If he's not offside, stay with him. So if it does, as a defender, you've got to. Expect everything is the worst case scenario. Where where strikers you expect is the best case scenario. Like like um, what's the Fulham guy who scored the set the, the goals uh, yesterday? That second one, he uh, Harrison's had a shot and he's thought, okay, it might come off the goalkeeper. I'll get myself in position. Goal. So he he's anticipate the best case scenario. Defenders, you've got to anticipate worst case scenario. And, and I just his body position was awful because as soon as he started running he was kind of off balance because he had to pirouette round whereas Gundogan has then got the run on him and I like Sanchez I think he's got everything but he's got pace he's got power he's just I'm done with Sanchez I'm done with Sanchez we need to get rid of Sanchez he's not good enough he's not good enough um, he's had he's had enough chances now for me. We we work we we've had these conversations so many times. We've been, you know he's got everything. He's been, he got everything, but he's not showing it. I'm sorry, uh, you can't. If it was a Chelsea, if it was a Man City, if it was a Liverpool, maybe not United because they wouldn't do it with Maguire. I don't think Maguire's good enough for them. But these clubs, they don't they don't hang around. There's no time yeah. for sentiments and everything else. We, we we probably will hang on because Levy will look to fucking regain some of his money. But he's not good enough for it. If we if we want to aspire to be a Champions League team, then we need to sign Champions League players, and he ain't good enough. He's not no. good enough. And, no, and, and I'm sorry, none of our defense. I don't even think Toby is anymore. Mm. I, I really, uh, he's, he's one of the best defenders. I probably asked led the King. You can argue him and Vertonghen. They're as good as Lefty King for me on, a, on mm. that day. In his prime, Alderweireld was unbelievable. He might still be if he had someone half decent next to him. I don't know, but there's no one else. There's no one else there mm. that, for me, is yeah. anywhere near good enough to be uh, well, in our defence uh, in a centre back position. I think what Jose needs to do, and we, we've mentioned it before, is pick a defensive pair. 
yeah. and stick with them. Obviously, injury, suspensions, and and you know, rotating cups or league cup. But I mean, he should just play Roden and Alderweireld or Tanganga and Alderweireld for the season. If they make a mistake, they're young; yeah. they'll be forgiven. And yet, see, what, yet see whether they're good enough. Really? Because we yeah. know that Sanchez isn't. We know that Dyer isn't. Well, he likes Dyer though, doesn't he? So if he really does like Dyer, stick with him. Well, Dyer's shit. Dyer's rubbish. That's a, he's not, he's not well. good enough. He's not good enough. I'm sorry, Chris. He's not good enough. Yeah. He isn't. We can but, start. We, we, we're, he's not going to be good enough for us. He will not be good enough for us. No. Bit, uh, but, but if Jose thinks he is, then stick time. with him. Well, I and, and get some communication in there between the, the whoever your defensive pair is. Like Tanganga, for me, we'll come on to him because I thought he played it well against City. For me, I think he's one of those players that can play in the middle, on the left, on the right, and he'll suffer if he keeps doing that because he'll never nail a position down to himself. So, if, like you say, if you want it to be Tanganga and Rodon, Tanganga is a centre-back, end of discussion, barring a calamitous injury or suspension thing where we're desperate for a right-back and we don't have anyone else, and he plays there once. But... I think, I mean, versatile players are good, but then you never well, you, you, you never learn your position. It, it's like Theo Walcott. We're talking about Dyer. We're talking about no, just talk about Dyer because yeah. he was a, he was he came he came to Tottenham. He, was, he played right back in his first yeah. game against West Ham and scored a goal. Mm. Then he went to centre back. Then he went to central midfield. Now he's gone back to centre back, and yeah. it's probably it's probably harmed him. I, I don't mm. like saying these players are not good because I like Dyer. He's had some really good games for us, and I really wanted it to work. And he was brilliant for a time when he was playing, you know, alongside uh, Wanyama at times, and then Dembele, and even in the back three with Alderweireld and um, and Vertonghen. He's not good enough. He's not mm. to, to, for us to progress. These players are not good enough for us. I'm mm. sorry, but it's just it's true. I don't like saying it because. They're wearing my, my club shirt and I respect them and, and everything else. But it, where do we want to be? It's where where we want to be. Yeah. If we don't want to be in the Champions League, we want to be in the Europa, then they're probably good enough for the Europa League. Mm. I, I, think, uh, I think the other issue is is that we obviously need far better than we've got at the moment, which, hold my hands up, like, at the end of the summer, I thought that's a good window, that dog teeth being quality oh, for yeah. Wolves. But I think... Wolves played in a certain way. He played in a certain position and we brought him in to play in a different one. So again, that's kind of a versatility thing. He, 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 you might find next year he's got used to it and then he's superb if, if Jose's still yeah. here. But I think in, in, in order to like ship out the, 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 the dead wood and get in proper quality, we're not City in that kind of money that they can afford to do that. I don't think we can. So I think in the summer we did the right thing in terms of buying different positions in at, at whatever our budget was. It just hasn't worked out. Uh, Hoiberg, if he stops making the mistakes, has been superb. Region, superb. Bale, obviously, so far has been uh, yeah. a bit atrocious. Not very good. Vinicius, I mean, I don't understand when Kane's in the knee, he doesn't get on. What was the point? I mean, it just, that's the whole reason yeah. we bought him. And who's the other one? We bought yeah. six, didn't we? I can't remember who. Heart, Heart, but obviously. Apart from that third goal against Liverpool, which was awful, Rodon's looked quite good to me. 
But he's your typical defender, a young defender who I think need the older head with him. Yeah. In the same way I've mentioned it before, Dawson was brilliant for us, but at the start he wasn't that great. But he had Ledley King next to him to show him the ropes, and when King was injured, Woodgate, who both of them experienced yeah. defenders, and then obviously he learned from them and then was able to take that mantle on. And and Rodon, I think, is the same. If, if Tanganga plays in the centre, the same. But I, I thought of right back, Tanganga played quite well. He, he, he was getting stuck in. People weren't really getting around him. And he, he, he was going forward as well. No, he looked decent. He, he did look decent. Um, that was one positive to come out of it. He didn't, yeah. didn't make any errors, did he? Didn't make yeah. I think with him, Matt, men- Matt mentioned it ages ago. I can't remember what game we were talking about. But he, he put Tanganga in the firing line for his debut against Liverpool and he was superb. Yeah. And then yeah. he had another couple of games where he played well and then he had a bit of a shocker. I mean, Wolves, he had an absolute shocker. So I think it was... You know, when a new manager comes in, the honeymoon's over kind of thing. I think it was similar to that. Whereas I think Tanganga would have learned from that. And I don't think... I don't think he'll have... I don't know, he's had injuries, isn't he? But but I don't don't think he'll have that, like, you know, the honeymoon is over kind of thing if he gets a run of games now. So... That's his first Premier League game of the season. Yeah. But again, throwing him in under the deep end against title winners elect. Yeah, but is, is, he, throw, is he throwing him in because Aurier's injured? He don't trust uh, Donny. Very possibly. Uh, he's been pretty poor. And now he's put, does he does he like Tanganga? Yeah. I don't know because where's he been? That's his first Premier League start. I, th- I think he's. Like I think him. he's had. We, in, we've all seen uh, things. I think he's had he injuries, has isn't injuries, he? Yeah, he has had a few injuries, but he's been but he's been on the bench quite a few times. Yeah. He's been in training, but he's not been making squads. Yeah, I, I do think though he did oh, himself no harm with that performance, even though we lost. But no, I've always every time I've seen him, I've liked the look of him, and that's yeah. what I mean. That's why I would. That's why I would be saying Tanganga and Alderweireld in the centre yeah. and give him a go because I'd rather I'd rather him go in and make a few mistakes and learn, as you said, alongside Alderweireld. Hmm. Um, than I would to see Sanchez because I've seen Sanchez now and yeah. I don't think he's good enough and I've seen Dyer now and I don't think he's good enough mm-hmm. and I want to see Tanganga to see whether he is mm-hmm. that's my that's my old Roden one of the two I don't really mm-hmm. care which one uh, but I'd rather see them and give them a go because we've seen Sanchez and look, it, look I'll be honest he was doing alright actually against um, City Sanchez I, mean, I said it to you didn't yeah. I yeah and they were making some good blocks, throwing their body in the line, and doing okay. But it's their mistakes again. Yeah. That, gonna, that's the issue, isn't it? I don't think they're yeah. ever going to cut that out. They're yeah. never going to cut that out. Because... That's the issue, though, isn't it? That's that's what makes that's the difference between a good player and a great player. Like, mm. there's always a mistake there between them. We're, we're... Time. we're not talking a mistake a season or two mistakes. It's, it's every a game, game yeah. or every game. But yeah, I, I, I thought Sanchez played and Dyer played really well against City. But then I can't yeah, remember Dyer making I can't remember Dyer making a mistake. But if they both play against West Ham, it'll be Dyer making a mistake and Sanchez plays yeah. all right. But and, and then Sanchez I mean. played really well. I thought there was a brilliant block from him in the first half after Sterling got past yeah. Davies. But yeah, and then 
the mistake. I was praising them at the half time. I was praising them. Yeah. I said, look, they, they, they're doing really well, throwing their body in, but, but then, you know, it's the same old shit. Yeah. It's the same old shit, and I'm just done with it. I'm just mentally done with them. I just don't. I, I, I can't. I can't be doing with it again. I can't be doing with sitting at the end of the season saying, "Yeah, he's got everything. He's strong. He's quick. He's, he should be." I said it to you. It's like he's, he's not commanding enough. He's not. He's three yeah. sizes. He's not commanding enough. I'm sorry. Yeah. He's just not. He's not good enough for us. He's not yeah. good enough for us. I, I do think you've got a point with uh, confidence where it's chopping and changing. So I've been saying it for a few weeks. Just pick your defence like uh, I, I, I know certain games call for three three central defenders and some call for two but like when you're struggling just pick the team pick pick yeah. the same and stick with it and then when you're winning games it's then you can working. piss them out it, that's it it's not working yeah. and, and, so and, and, you and you just try and build something and all the top team like Burnley for example everybody knows their job in that team you know, if you're chopping and changing every seven seconds, what am I doing? Am I going or are you staying? I don't know. I thought it was yeah, the other exactly. way around. Whereas Burnley, everybody knows. And that's why Sean Dyche gets plaudits every single season. But, yeah. When we had the best defence in the league, yeah. every week yeah. we knew it was Rose, Vertonghen, Alderweireld, Walker and Lloris. Yeah, they all knew. That Walker knew if Rose was going forward, he would stay back, and he would, he would, he would, he would make up the three. Um, and they, they knew exactly what you just said. They knew exactly what each other yeah. would do. Um, and we just don't have anywhere near that anymore. We have yeah. nowhere near it. I, I still, um, I still don't think Jose knows his best eleven. I mean, not 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 just leaving it to the um, defense, you know. Like sometimes more of us in. Um, Son and Kane and Undombele and Hoiberg and Loris at the moment are, are dead certs in. The rest of them seem to be chopping and changing. So sometimes up top it's Morva, sometimes it's Lamella, sometimes it's Bergwijn, sometimes it's Bale. Yeah. I don't. Th- yeah. Sometimes Ali. I don't think he knows his best team. Which I mean, how long has he been there? Like nine, eighteen months. Take take off three for the the the, the virus mm. where people couldn't train, but. I mean, it doesn't take 15 months, surely, for a manager to know his first... I'm not surely. Saying, Chris, he, he knew that squad. He, he knew that squad as well. He, knew, he, yeah. he, he watches the Premier League. He knows He knows them play as well. well he knows... Well, he, he, knows he doesn't know their personalities but uh, until he gets like there. But, uh, yeah. but, yeah, I, I just think he should he, know his he first knows, 11 he now. The positions and... Of course he should. Hmm. Oh, where we um, mentioned it last week, you've got to know your, your players, you've got to know which ones need mm. the arm around them, you know, you need to know the ones that can take a bollocking. Yeah. I said to you last week, I said to you, look, I'm not gonna I'm not going to judge Marino on them then these next two games because mm. I, I thought Everton's a cup game. And I said, City, City. I, I said, the real test will be, because you said about the West Brom, I said, well, I, feel, I still think he's lost the players. I've seen a, 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 I've seen a bit more than the Everton and, and 
that you get game that maybe tells me that he hasn't. But I said to you then, it's the West Ham game. That's, that's, yeah. It's this weekend where you'll see. If we go there and don't show up at all, then for me, it, for me, he's done. He's a dead man walking yeah. because they're gonna, they are now. They'll be up for that. It's their cup final they're, every year. They're always up. They're always, they're always up for it. They're gonna be even more up for it now. Mm. So they're gonna, they are gonna be chomping at the bit to get us. And if we, if he, if he has, if they're not on board of him, I'm telling you now. We're going to be looking at a hammer in there. Yeah, I, I saw. I saw. Well, I saw, I saw reports today saying that Kane's told friends that he's fully behind Jose. But, but I, I don't know if you watched Monday Night Football yesterday. But Carragher, he's a moron. But he he, he did a six minute. I, I didn't I didn't see what contact. I'm assuming it was a tweet that came in. But for six minutes, he talked utter sense about Tottenham. So he was saying that, like like we said on on here many a time when it was going well that the style of play we play is fine if you're winning if you're not winning it's difficult to take but he, he said and, and based on your point there like you know City you don't expect anything and Neville said that we had City, Liverpool, Chelsea all in quick succession the next load of games exclude West Ham for the second uh, against lesser teams or weaker teams that we should be winning so it, it's it's kind of a and Carragher was saying it's kind of on a knife edge. It can either go up or it can fall off the cliff. Mm. And and the next four or five games, they were saying, are probably going to define whether we're top four material or not. Well, what is it? We've, we've won three league games since mid-December. Mm. We're in middle of February now. We've mm. won three league games since mid-December. Mm. And that was against West Brom, yeah, Sheffield United, and Leeds. Hmm. So, you know, two of them are in the bottom three, and Leeds are very inconsistent. Hmm. Um, so, you know, you make that what you will, really. Hmm. Um, it's not great, is it? It's not great. Yeah. Um, so I know we've had some difficult teams in that, in that, but you'd expect to at least pick up a few more wins, wouldn't you, in them games? Oh, yeah, definitely. In that we've had Fulham, Palace, you know, we've had games at Brighton, we've had games that we should have won. For sure, you know we've had yeah. games that we've absolutely thrown away. In that, in that analysis that Carragher did as well, I think he was talking about um, we've thrown away the most points, haven't we? We've thrown away ten points from yeah. even at half yeah. time. Yeah. I don't think we actually lost any of them games. I looked at no, them. Yeah, they're all I think we drew, we drew them, didn't we? They're all draws. But we've thrown away mm. more points than anyone else. Yeah. Ten but, but I think what we've got to do, or Jose and the players, like it's obviously been a terrible run. It's your season starts now. Scrap everything that's happened. Season starts now. Uh, get back to winning ways. Start yeah. with West Ham. Uh, yeah, I, I mean... Yeah, I'd love that. also said as well, which is true, that it was very difficult to replicate and keep going our, our run of goals because Sun and Kane were on just exploding early in this season. Mm. But... We'd still be winning the majority of games if if those, even if those mistakes had halved, we'd probably be about twelve points better off now. What I did like as well was um, was never one when he talked about Bow as well. So he's making me, he's, he's winding me up, <laughs> just a smile on his face. Yeah. And that's what I said a few weeks ago. I, I mean, where, where is what, what's he doing sitting there with a smile on his face? Yeah. Well, I, I'm you know, hoping that his little cam- yeah. I'm hoping his little cameo against Man City has 
ignited a little fire in him like I've still got it and then Jose will pick him but I'm still not sure after that that Jose will pick him against West Ham but he needs to and this is the, listen this is how sad I am I, I go to bed and worry about these things and think about what's going what is going on what, what is what is happening and I think that I'm in, you know that Everton game we were fucking shite right mm. and then Bell come in directly after that and then we went on a bit of run and I yeah. thought to myself I wonder whether that was the effect of having someone like that come in and then we've gone crap again um, after that and maybe we are actually quite crap <laughs> but we had that oh, buzz yeah. of a, a top player and all that around the club, and now we just we've just I I don't know I, I don't know I just I I can't see how we've gone from doing what we were doing and looking good and looking quite solid mm. to what? just being absolutely. Terrible at times. Yeah. You know? well, I think what's happened, we, we, we started off on that run when we got to the top. We were all saying on here, similar to like Burnley, everyone knows their jobs, everyone's working for each other, everyone's looking after each other, and then we've got a bit of killer instinct as well. S- somewhere along the line, we've lost that we know what we're doing. Well, uh, I mean, that Chelsea game, I mean, I don't think I'll watch another Spurs game in about 10 years and go that. It was that bad. It's certainly that first half. You might, you might be, you might be saying that next week, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm <laughs> but yeah, but you know what I mean, though. That compared to yeah. like ten games earlier in the season, where we were, you know, Hoiberg yeah. cheering because Orvi had made an interception and stuff yeah. like that, and then everyone backing each yeah. other up, so Soko helping Orvi out, and all of a sudden that's completely that Chelsea game gone to pieces, and, and it was just. It was like a load of kids just being thrown together on a playground. No one knew what was going on. And I, I have no idea how that stopped because we, we were, you know, winning. We were looking good. We were picking teams off, killing teams off. And then all of a sudden, I, I, I don't really understand it. No, I, I don't. I, I don't think any of us, whether something's happened behind the scenes or mm. whether they are not behind him anymore or there's certain clicks that are and there's certain mm. things that aren't. We just don't know. But no. then I think that, uh, that that will be the game where we will see because, yeah, you know, I, mean, that, I can't that bear that losing requires... that one. Yeah. And then... I can't bear losing that one. I hate West Ham. But like, no, that requires heart, doesn't it? Desire. Yeah. I mean, they'll be up for it anyway because they always are, but they'll be bloody confident now because they're playing some good stuff. So they're, they're going to be a, really a, a, a much, much more dangerous threat than they have been since we've been there in the last, I don't know, five seasons. Mm. No, I can't, I can't stand them beating us. No. Uh, and they've beaten us when they've been absolute shit and we've been good. So I'm hoping mm. we're absolute shit and they're quite good that we'll get a bit of our revenge on them. Mm. Um, because I've already, you know, you already start, they already start rearing their heads, don't they? Um, yeah. you know. I mean, play like we did in the first yeah. half against Everton in terms of going forward. They're up there, West Ham, but they're still culpable at the back. But it, 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 it's all these mistakes, just cut the mistakes out. Because you, you will never do anything as a team if you keep making silly mistakes that lead to goals. But what, I think what's happened there with, with them, to be honest, I think Moyes was a very good manager at Evan. Mm. He was given time and he built a team spirit and he built what you just said before, players that know what they're doing and yeah. they know what they do with the ball and they know what they do without the ball. 
And he's got that again. He's got his Fellaini, hasn't he, in uh, Stoichek, however you pronounce yeah. it. Um, uh, and he's, he, he, he's, he's, he's built a team spirit and the morale. Fair play to him. They're doing really mm. well. And, and, and um, I, don't, I don't hate Moyes. He's not good enough for a Man United. Um, but, you know, he will do a good job there. And um, fair play. He's found, he's found that club again, you know. Mm. Um, and he's a manager that can stay there and do that for a long time for them. Um and they were stupid to get rid of him the first time because he didn't do a bad job when, you know, yeah. he kept him up, didn't he? Then they got mm. rid of him. So, you know, fair, fair play. I don't, I, I don't like West Ham because they absolutely hate us. I don't know where it really comes from. But, um, you know, they're, they're, they're a loyal fan base, aren't they? They're a good fan base. But, uh, yeah, it doesn't matter. I still want to absolutely smash them. And, uh, <laughs> I, I, I honestly thought there was a good chance they'll get relegated this season. And I wouldn't, you know, yeah. that would, it would have pleased me, so I'm not going to lie. You know? yeah. But, yeah, well, you know, I, I, this is going to be the big test. I honestly couldn't tell you. I don't think we're going to win, personally. And mm. I hate saying that as well. But I just, I hope he proves me wrong and I hope we absolutely go there and smash him. But, yeah, see, I, I hope, like you said, you can just go into them and say, "Look, this is it. This is it. Fresh start. Our season starts here. Yes, go. Yes, go. And um, yes, see. Yes, see what happens." Yeah. Well, I, I, was it twenty games? Twenty games we played? No, twenty-four, isn't it? Twenty-three or twenty-four? So, fifteen games, fourteen games to sort your season out, get into the top four, and then hopefully win a league cup on the way. Maybe a European, well, we'll a Europa right, League. It's nine games, isn't it? I think to win the Europa from now. Mm. Nine games. We should. We should beat Wolfsburg over two legs. I mean, oh, that's the next game, isn't it? That's this Thursday. Isn't yeah, it? We, we, yeah, we got Wolfsburg this Thursday um, in Budapest. Is it? I don't know. I don't know if they changed yeah. the venue, haven't they? Um, so we should win that. I mean, they're bloody by all accounts. They're not doing the great. I think they're in the top six uh, in their own league. Mm. Um, so they're not even anywhere near the best team in Austria. So if we can't beat them, then we really yeah. are in trouble. But it's like you said. It's like you said earlier. We're playing Tottenham. They make mistakes. See if they make another oh, one. Yeah, maybe. Well, yeah, maybe, maybe. Um, I mean, I, I, I would be putting the second string out against them. To be honest, and it's an important game. Don't get me wrong. But I think we should be able to beat them with a with a, a week. Vinicius will play for me. Yeah. I'll be playing Vinicius. I'll be playing. Um, Whoever, whoever he isn't going to start against West Ham, whether that be Bale, Bergwijn, Moira, they're the players that I would be start. I wouldn't be starting Son or Kane. Uh, I wouldn't be start, I'd be probably starting Winks, to be honest with you. Mm. Um, I'd be resting Hoiberg. Um, Lloris would have to play still for me. Um, but I, basically, I'd be putting the second string out. I wouldn't be playing anyone no. that wouldn't be playing against West Ham, personally. Mm. I, I, we should be able to turn that team over over two legs without any problems. I yeah, yeah. I don't know whether you disagree with that, but, you know, um, yeah, well, famous last words, I suppose, though. We should be beating them, but we're not confident at the moment. And, you know, yeah, it remains to be seen, but I'd, I'd be disappointed if we don't get six points out of these next two games. Even though West Ham are doing well, I think we're ninth. We're... we're, we're we should be higher up than we are. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, but uh, it's not going to be an easy game either of them, I don't think. Well, I think Wolfsburg should be an easy game, but West Ham certainly won't be. No. Um, 
and that's my opinion. But, I, I, but I, I, it's not like I've ever seen Wolfsburg to play. I'm just going on, yeah. you know, their league position and the league that they're in mm. compared to our our players who are supposed to be, um, you know, within the top six in in England, um, in the best best, mm. best league or one of the best leagues in the world. Um, so I, I you know, we've got a, a striker there who was the top goal scorer in Portugal. Uh, I think he should be good enough to go and play against Wolfsburger mm. and, um, and and score. Well, I mean, if he isn't, then you know, <laughs> what's our, what our recruitment like? You know, so well, you know, yeah. it, this this is what this is why you have a big big squad. Mm. This is what you have it for is to be playing in these games. So just go and utilise it and use it and um, keep the players fresh for the Premier League. You know, if we were playing a, a, one of the stronger teams in the competition, I wouldn't be saying that because I think mm. for me, I think we've got more chance of winning that cup nine games, as I said, um, of getting a top. I don't think we've enough to get top four. I, I stand by that. I hope I'm proven wrong, um, but I think we've got more chance of actually winning a Europa League. Then we have a finishing top four, so I'd mm. be going all out to win that Europa League. Um, but I think we can afford to take a few risks against Wolfsburger, uh, and maybe this is really going to come by the mm. uh, But you know, I, I, I stand by it. I think we, we should be beating Wolfsburger quite comfortably. Yeah, well, hopefully. Set, set, set ourselves up for the second league. You don't set as confident as me, Chris. Well, you don't set as confident as me. But I, I can see why. I can see why. Mm. It wouldn't be a shock, would it, if we lost? It would not be a shock. Yeah. If we lost. Well, I've come on here after before each big game and said I think we've got a chance of winning, and we've been turned over. So I'm yeah, not don't saying say that again. Don't say that again. Yeah, no, so I'm not saying say anything. But, no. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, it's just a bit. I started this as well two seasons ago. Before that, we were doing going great guns. <laughs> started when it's all gone down. Maybe we'll have to stop it for a year yeah, or two. Drinks, Maybe we'll have to stop it a year or two, win a league, and then come back. Yeah, but, yeah. Well, we might stop it for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> we'll start it up again when we're getting our bus passes. Yeah, if we're lucky. Yeah. Yeah, just um, something else that I, I was listening to another podcast. It's a relatively new one, really. If any, you know, I never know how many listeners we get to this, but um, a really, really good new podcast actually called. Uh, oh God, I'm definitely going to find out the name of it. I think it's the same old Tottenham, yeah. um, but I will find out the name um, as we go on because it's, it's, it'd be wrong to not credit them. But they had a conversation. Um, so we were just speaking before about Chris Bat and Mbappe just scored again. Oh, uh, PSG beat Barcelona two one. But anyway, yeah, they was just speaking about um, Enik and Levy and whether we have progressed under them. And obviously, they come to the conclusion of yeah, obviously that we have. Uh, we've got a, one of the best stadiums in the world, one of the best training um, centres for players in the world. Um, but then they were talking about we're, we're also a team known. One. We're also a team known in Europe now. Obviously, we're we're, yeah. we're not in. Champions League now or potentially going to get in there but we are known in Champions League Europe, Chris. now this is an, this oh, is world an interesting as well, yeah, so yeah. My, yeah, my, my, my kids are half Brazilian so we go over to Brazil every year before obviously COVID and everything else and I went to a backwater in the middle of um, Sao Paulo State not Sao Paulo City just a tiny tiny village 
200 miles outside of Sao Paulo. Just, there's, I'm probably the only English person that's ever set foot in this place, right? <laughs> I've got the photo of it, and they sell these dodgy fake shirts. Um, I sent it to my mate, and there was a Tottenham shirt there. So that tells you how far... And I'm telling you now, they would never have heard of us 10 years ago. No. Um, 15 years ago I know that for a fact and now they've got this dodgy Tottenham shirt in the middle of this small tiny Brazilian town um, selling these fake shirts obviously it wasn't just Tottenham shirts it was Arsenal shirts it was yeah. Chelsea there was City United Liverpool Barcelona you know but there weren't West Ham put it that way yeah. um, <laughs> but there was the Tottenham there was a Tottenham shirt there so that, you know that tells you everything you need to know about our progression hmm. uh, but I just want to you know we were talking about sliding doors moments before and I just, I just thought I'd just have a little look at um, what what could have been. So I just, just bear with me a second. Um, you talk away to yourself, Chris. I just, oh, I wrote yeah. some, I just wrote some notes. I just wrote some notes down of what yeah. we've done. So in the time, and it took over in two thousand and one, and in that time, we've been to five FA Cup semi-finals. We've um, had five League Cup finals. We've had one Champions League final. We've had six um, times in the uh, top four. We finished six times in the top four. Once finishing second. And we've had nine times in the Europa. Um, so I think only five years of their tenure we've been in Europe. Yeah. Um, and if we, you talk about sliding doors, imagine if we'd have won then five League Cup finals. Yeah. We'd have won five FA Cup semi-finals and won two or three of them cups. Yeah. We'd have won, you know, when you talk about, we've won that, we've won one, in that time, we've won one League Cup. That ain't Eric's fault. That's not Levy's fault. No. That we've, fall, we've, we've, we've fallen at that final hurdle. And that's what I'm saying. Like, that's, that's six finals that they've got to. We've won one of them. Uh, that's another five FA Cup semi-finals. We've won none of them. They're real sliding doors moments of our success. So we'd be sitting here going, oh, we've won, the, under edit, we've won the FA Cup five times, we've won the League Cup five times, we've won the league, you know, the season comes out, we've won the league, we've won uh, a champion. What a, what, and it could be, they built us the best stadium in the world, they built us the best training centre in the world. You know, these are the, the margins, you know. What, and they're the things, you know. That, God. Uh, what I would say, you say there, we, we lost those finals, that's not Enix's fault. What, just be playing devil's advocate here, what what some people will say is it is because he didn't buy better players that could have uh, turned those finals around. But I, I, I don't, I don't uh, follow that way of thinking. You know, you're good enough to get to the final. You know, we've got the best striker in the world, possibly the two, two of the best strikers in the world. Mm. But yeah, what I would say, and I do blame Enoch for, is 16-17 season when we finished second, we should have invested properly on some proper world-class players there. And and I do blame Levy for that. But you you can't just say Levy are awful like the the Enoch out brigade are, because like you say, before 2001, we weren't in Europe pretty much, weren't in finals and and stuff like that. In the Premier League era, before Enix took over, we were in Europe once. Exactly. So we got to Europe once, and that was winning the League Cup final against Leicester. So, uh, uh, so it's the... easier to get into. It's, it is easier to get into Europe now because there's, there's yeah. more ways of doing it. Um, but we were in Europe before Enix took over. In the Premier League era, we were in Europe once. 
Yeah, I, I don't think I don't think there can be any doubt saying that they've progressed us. It's just they haven't progressed us as much as they should have done. Certainly after that sixteen seventeen season. But I'm not a, a, a levy apologist or anything, yeah. and I've, I've, I've been one of these biggest critics for certain things, and they have, I agree with you, the, the season we did strengthen, made major errors, and it's, it's costing yeah. us now. Um, you know, and he didn't, he didn't back Poch, and the, yeah. that man is now free one up in the new camp. You yeah. know? So, he, he, also, he also got us deals like uh, Lorries for £9 million when he was 26, I think, which, mm. unbelievable value, but then, you know... He also fucked up deals as well. He got Sun for 17 million, I think it was. 22 million, I think. Oh, right. uh, for Sun. But not far off, you know, yeah. it's been a bloody good deal. Um, and, that, and that's the other thing, that, you know, that you, you're relying on um, recruitment, aren't you? So some yeah. of the players that we've signed for a lot of money um, haven't necessarily, like, we were talking about Sanchez. You know, he, he, yeah. he stumped up, what, 45 million for Sanchez? Yeah, uh, so he has he has put he has put money in, mm. um, and it's not always worked out, which is maybe why he's a bit reluctant to, to dip in. And we're not Man City, are we? No, no, we, we can't afford to just take a punt on an eighty million pound no. player, and if it doesn't work, oh well. We we can't afford that. No, and that's another thing that they pointed out. Like we do have the money to sign a player for sixty five million, but what we don't, what we can't be afford to do is pay him three hundred grand a week. Yeah. And if you want these top top players, that's what you have to pay them. And we can't really afford to do that. Yeah. It's, it's well, other things as well. Them. It's other things as well for me. Like I think it was about three seasons ago. We had uh, Villa wanted twenty five million for Grealish. He refused to pay any more than twenty two, and just twenty five million. As long as he progressed to where he is now, twenty five million for Grealish, an absolute steal. We we mentioned Sessignon, really good value. I don't know if that was off air or on air, but really good value. Uh, we could have had Grealish there for, you know. Yeah, but but then but then you, but then name a chairman that hasn't made mistakes as well. You know? Exactly, and I'll be honest with you. When we were looking at Grealish, I don't I don't remember many fans going, "Oh, we must get Grealish." We must get no. No one was. I remember us looking for people were fucking moaning about it. Said, "Oh, they were studying the championship. He didn't do anything." In, the Premier League. Yeah. What we go, we should be going for better players than Grealish. I don't, I, mean, I remember it. I remember it. And now it's like you know um, a scenario of oh um, hindsight and everything else. We should have paid the extra to get Grealish, mm. and I'm one of them. We should have mm. done. But no one was. No one was going. Oh, Grealish, we must sign him. Um, they were yeah. moaning when he didn't sign him because it's another deal that we didn't do, and that was the season where we got no one. That yeah. was the transfer window where we ended up getting no one. So it was Greenish or nothing. Um, and we don't know whether if Greenish would have come in, whether he would have developed in the same way. He could have done what Sessignon's done and had a season where he's on the bench and, and his career has stalled a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Greenish, Greenish has, has got where he's got by being in the Championship, playing week in, week out, mm. um, and, and really establishing himself. Would he have established himself with Ericsson? Yeah, possibly not. not. So, it's an, well, it's I mean, an interesting debate, Enoch and Levy, because it, it's a very polarising topic, isn't it? But it, it's, a, yeah. it's an interesting debate, but uh, uh, he's made mistakes, and some of them quite big ones, but he has made done a lot of good. And, and some people some people forget as well. <laughs> you know, People saying, oh, Pochettino, best manager we've had. He's the one who bought him out of Southampton. Yeah. 
but yeah, and then but not backing him up in certain times. Uh, there's reports that he wanted Mane, he didn't go and get him. He wanted Ronaldo, and yeah. didn't go and get him. But so, but but yeah. I, I've got no problem with people saying, oh, you know, he's done this wrong or that was bad and that was poor. No. But but to flat out no. say he's crap, get out. I, I think he's yeah. a bit short sighted. It really is, and, and he has made loads. He has made mistakes, but who doesn't? You know. Yeah, um, yeah I, I just thought it was an interesting, uh, an interesting. Uh, yeah, is it an interesting topic? When you just think, yeah, when you, when you just think about them cups that we potentially could have got on and won. Yeah, um, it's, it's it's fucking annoying to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> and it's, it's same old Spurs, but yeah, if anyone's listened to this, go listen to it. It's a really, it's a really good pod actually. Yeah. Um, two lads um, chatting a bit like this one because Matt never turns up anymore <laughs> um, so <laughs> yeah so yeah it's just something to think about really it's just something different and uh, look I, just to end on the positive as well um, I, I think we're a club that's, that's he's, he's going in the right direction um, in terms of you know we're not going to we're not going to fall because we're, we're well managed and run side, we're not going to fall away completely. We're always going to be up and around there. I think no matter what, we've got the infrastructure to, to help us do that. Um, so I think over the next few years, we are going to be on the up. It's just a, it's, we're just a bit low now um, mm. with the way things are, and and, the, and and it just makes it worse. And we're in lockdown, and it just everything increases, doesn't it? Your mm. anxiety um, and worry. Your sadness. Yeah, just everything's a bit low. But yeah, look, let's hope we can get a win against West Ham. Uh, we can come on here next time and be really positive and happy. And um, yeah, yeah, let's hope so. Okay, that's about it for today. Cheers, Mark. As always. Thanks, mate. Thank you. Sorry if we're uh, being moody bastards, but you know it's not our fault. It's Tottenham's. Uh, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah, we'll be back hopefully with Mac as well after the West Ham game. Hopefully, we've got something to cheer about there, uh, kind of lift the spirits and, and hopefully, like we said, kickstart our season. And yeah, hope hopefully we can beat them. A big game as well, six points between us. Big load of momentum if we beat someone uh, above us, I think. But yeah, we'll be back next week. Hopefully, talking about a win there and against. Uh, in Europe as well. So come on, you Spurs. <laughs> <laughs>